0: Welcome to the Marketing and Margaritas podcast. I'm Madeline. And I'm Ruby. If you're a startup or scale-up looking for actionable and profitable advice, then this is a podcast for you. We will give you a taste of our proven insights and strategies that we've applied to hundreds of businesses to help them grow, scale and succeed. So grab your
1: margaritas and your pen and paper because we're here to show you that with the right strategy, your idea and our marketing guidance, you can take your brand from startup to stand out.
0: Welcome to the Marketing and Margaritas podcast. I'm Ruby and I'm joined today by my co host Maddie. Maddie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Really well. You're getting ready for your holiday.
1: Yes, one week away. I'm so excited. I'm excited for you. <laughs> very jealous. Very jealous.
0: <laughs> now, today's episode is a little bit different. Maddie and I thought that we would share our own personal marketing mm. strategies and what we're doing in each of our businesses at each stage of the customer journey. Yep. So something a little bit different. We wanted to test a new strategy. Um, I feel the feedback that I'm getting from you guys as our audience is you love hearing our perspectives. Mm. So we thought we'd just pull back the curtains, be a little bit raw and real yep. and show you exactly what our businesses are doing. So sometimes it's nice to actually see that we're walking the walk. For starters. Yep. We say what we you know preach. We, practice what we preach yeah um and I love hearing what other marketers are doing what other business owners are doing in their own yeah. business as well
1: should we give some context to the audience about what we both do just in case they knew yeah. or maybe they haven't heard yeah or don't follow us? some
0: people do I think they think that we well, some people think that we've got a business together and it's yeah. the marketing and margaritas market business yes um but we've we- actually run our own businesses yeah so Maddie, what do you do? What's your, <laughs> give me a bit of a pitch. <laughs> What's my elevator pitch? No, um,
1: my business is called Made Marketing mm-hmm. and we don't like to call ourselves an agency because I don't like that word because it's such a bad connotation with marketing agencies. But we try and be a really boutique company. There's three of us now working together and we serve e-com. We do serve service-based, but we try and stay in the fashion, wellness we call it style-led space, mm. that really girly kind of stuff that we all love doing. We do have some boring clients still. <laughs> <laughs> Hope they're not listening. Um, the main three things that we do is UGC content, so working with creators to develop um, paid ad videos or for TikTok or Instagram. And we also do email marketing. So this is predominantly on Klaviyo for our e-commerce clients um, as we're – Partners and HubSpot Partners. So we do a little bit of work with HubSpot as well. And then our probably our biggest thing that we're known for is paid ads. Mm. So we run Instagram, Facebook, which is meta, and we do Google ads as well. So, Amazing. yeah, in a really short nutshell, we probably work more with medium-sized businesses. So people who aren't in that startup phase have have the money, I hate to say that, to mm. invest in that next stage of their business with content creation email and
0: paid acquisition. Yeah, love that. And, and yeah, you Ruby. I thought that gave a really good snapshot of your business. Oh, thanks. So, thanks. Um so my business is quite different to Maddie's. I yep. think if you've followed us for a while, we both started under the same umbrella and yeah. I kind of love that we've branched off and really found our thing that we love doing. Yeah. Um so I primarily help service-based mm-hmm. industries although I do have a few product based industry uh, product-based clients. Um but I help clients get 10 to 20k months Primarily using Instagram, yeah, um, and mainly in the service-based industry. So that's hairdressers, in clinics, beauticians, lots of coaches, PTs, nutritionists. You have the yep. Nutritionist, yeah, again <laughs> in the same niche as Maddie. I suppose that's where we mm. um, kind of cross over the wellness, health, fitness kind of space. Yeah, and I think that's because that's where our passion is. Yeah, it's. We can relate to them. Absolutely. We understand the niche. We know, yeah, we know yeah. the niche. We know the content needed. Yeah. We know the marketing strategy, even though it can, you know, cross over from both. Um, but my niche is helping, yeah, service-based industries hit those 10 to 20K months using primarily Instagram, but then focusing on the business as a whole. So really looking at um, more of a holistic approach, so looking at. Really working on the human, so a lot of mindset and energetics coaching comes into play and the structure of your business. So looking at your office suite, having a look at what other avenues you've got, what other um I suppose marketing streams like email marketing, podcasts, that longer form content part, um, and building a business that you love. Yeah, I love that. That's a that's a great sum <laughs> up of you. <laughs> so as you can see, Maddie and I's businesses differ quite a lot. Um, so I suppose our strategies are actually attracting clients nurturing mm. them and then converting them into a client um differ well we're going to find out if they do yeah we haven't actually discussed this in person yeah we just said we're going to have this discussion openly mm. and talk about what
1: we're doing right now mm. and i guess we can see where we're doing things similarly or yeah. oh my god I cannot
0: say that word <laughs> if we're similar or if we differ yeah and we're going to also make this as relatable to you guys as well yeah so, even though we're talking about what we do, we'll give you some tips and tricks on how you yeah. apply it to your business.
1: And what's maybe not working and working. Yeah. Like, I
0: think that would be great to
1: see. Okay, so what are true. we spending? Like, we're going to talk about some ads that yeah. I'm doing. How much am I spending per day?
0: What are the results I'm getting? Yeah. Love um, that. So that will be really good. So we'll start off with the top, of funnels Mm. which is your attraction strategy so this is how we're getting new eyeballs onto our content how we're getting in front of more people yeah basically how we're we're finding those colder leads and bringing them into our funnel so Maddie what are you doing to do that
1: yeah so only recently did I start paid ads so I want to take a step back and go with my social media channels first so my biggest driver same as Ruby's is Instagram it always Mm. has been I guess that's how we were similar at the beginning so posting content for us is around educational style content that was huge um, especially the marketing Mondays which we've touched Mm. on on the podcast before so that was a major part of my strategy was the lives posting educational content on my Instagram and posting client testimonials and case studies Mm. so organically a lot of people used to come through through my rules the educational rules especially and they would jump into the dms or answer a question ask a question on marketing mondays and start the conversation Mm. that way in the last i want to say three months i have been doing paid ads because we've obviously ramped up the business we've been able to take on more work and we're running lead campaign ads so that is direct to offer at the moment, which is our UGC packages, which actually start at $1,600. So we're going direct to offer with a $1,000 package. The first time we ran them, we... So these are the lead form campaigns. Should we tell the audience kind of what that is? Yeah? Yeah. So this is where you set up a campaign on Facebook where the applicant fills in the form directly on the platform. So, so it's like a mini like
0: opt-in page. Correct, but no space landing space
1: page. Yeah, really the, the ones that we've spoken about, really mm. simple to set up. And once they put in their details, they're then redirected to a calendarly book-in mm. form. So we've captured the email regardless and their phone number. Mm. Then they're taken to a calendarly form where they can book in a sales call with us. Yeah, love that. So the first time we ran the offer, we actually had... 37 people take us up on this sales call. Um, And I think that was at a cost per lead of about $27, Mm. which was pretty good. When we released these UGC packages, we, yeah, they went crazy at the beginning. I think we converted maybe 10%, which is, Mm. yeah. Yeah. You know, from um, sign up to booking, there was probably a loss in that, which is, I guess, normal. And then we converted about 10%. The last three months we've put up the pricing a little bit. So we're looking at cost per lead of about 48 dollars
0: mm-hmm. but when you're comparing it to a higher ticket product well,
1: yes maybe, i just want to talk yeah. about that sorry to cut you off um we had a girl come through for ugc ended up closing her for a four thousand dollar deal mm. so co- when you're looking at spending so, forty eight dollars to it yeah so she was you know we did have sales calls technically to acquire her contact details it cost us 48 dollars to acquire her from all the ad spend that we had there was 350 dollars, but she, That's uh, 10% of her total fee. Mm. And she has to sign on for three months. So, you know, I think service-based forget that sometimes when they do ads, you know, your cost per acquisition is normal to be in the hundreds. Like that is normal for this sort of
0: (laughs) (laughs) numbers. And why um, Maddie and I both suggest that, especially if you're starting a Mm. business, to really validate your offer first. Correct. Because it does, it's a big leap to actually go from just going organic to a paid strategy, yeah. Um, I would perhaps suggest, and like I'd love to hear your thoughts. But if you're starting out, just to do a simple like lead generation campaign, get them yeah. on your email list, and perhaps start marketing no, that, them way. that way. Correct, um, a much cheaper way, much more budget friendly way. I agree,
1: I agree, and I have done that in the past. I guess, and this is where I personally come in now. I feel I have enough credibility. Yeah, I don't need to do that step anymore. Mm. Um, and you have the budget for it as well. I have like, the budget. You know, I know my sales, like closing through sales calls is pretty yeah. like we're at 85%. Yeah. The issue where we, and this isn't an issue, this happens to everyone. It's getting details to booking a call is always where you have a drop. Yeah. But to me, it's working going direct to offer. Yeah. So it's just cut out a step that we probably didn't need Yeah. To.
0: I love that. I love that you made, made it work for your business. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's. It goes to show that you really need to understand your business. You need to understand each stage. Yeah. So if you are great at closing sales, then perhaps this is a good strategy to yeah. to try. But it's about yeah. understanding each stage and where you can make improvements. Yeah. I want
1: to say one more thing.
0: When we brought out these UGC packages, so
1: people can understand how I validated my offer. um, Because I brought them out about six months ago and I wasn't really sure how they would go. UGC was big in Melbourne and Sydney, but not mm-hmm. Adelaide. Like no one had really done it. So I actually offered to do free UGC for four brands mm-hmm. because I wanted case studies and social proof to then put onto, you know, a document to say, these are the UGC creators we have. This is the outcomes to test my offer. Like you're yeah. saying, and I did that for free. So I reckon that cost me about two and a half thousand dollars to pay the creators, do all the content mm. for the girls to edit. But like I'm saying now, I don't, I have proof. You've got that social proof. You, and well, yeah. yeah. So that just helps. Sorry, there's an ambulance in the background.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't edit that one
1: out. <laughs> we won't be able to edit that out. Unfortunately, <laughs> audience. Um, so yeah, just like you're saying, validating the offer, mm-hmm. but I validated it even further with the social proof aspect. Yeah, so when I we're going that. straight to our ads, people can see what we've done. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, King, like, that's my budget. Tick. Yeah. No, I yeah. Like that. So tell us about yours. What are you doing right now?
0: Yeah. So I, I suppose I'll give you a bit of a backstory as well. Yeah. Um, I have always found my clients on Instagram, which is why I teach my clients how to get yeah. their own clients on Instagram. It's always been my bread and butter. Um, And in the past, I have run ads before. Mm -hmm. So I'm not opposed to using ads. I think ads absolutely have a place. And in fact, I'm just setting up a new campaign, but it is a lead gen campaign. So my strategy is finding clients and my attraction strategies all sit within Instagram Mm -hmm. or the podcast. I do get quite a few clients from the podcast as well um and on instagram i suppose my reach strategies um involve collaborations mm. um so at the moment i'm about to launch a free masterclass with a client um mm-hmm. so again tapping into both of our audiences um, yep. to funnel them through um reels and shareable and saveable content so really getting yeah. that valuable content to show up on the explore page using things like keywords and hashtags yep. to really get that extra reach all of this I want to say simple because I'm all for simple marketing. Mm. It, it, like it doesn't have to be overcomplicated. But yep. all of these simple strategies that you can do organically. Yeah. And because my products are what I would say on the, you know, they are more of a higher ticket offer because I do one-on-one mm. coaching or my mastermind coaching, that's okay. I don't need 100 customers to come through. Yep. I need a much smaller amount. So I find that I'm able to attract and nurture all within the app or within um, the podcast um, and then nurture through email as well. Yep. So I did mention that we're about to launch um, a paid campaign and mm. that's just to accelerate something that's already been validated. Mm. So that's something I'd always say to my clients is if you are um, launching a new offer or even a free masterclass or a free lead magnet, test it out first organically. Yep. And if it's been working really well, which my free training has been working really well organically, I think we're getting about three organic signups per day, which for my audience size is quite good. Mm. Um, that's for my lead magnet. So why not test it to a couple yeah. audience through apps? So that's what we're doing at the moment. Yep. Um, And I find that that strategy works really well for service-based industries and yep. coaches and mentors in particular.
1: Yeah, I think definitely sitting in that more consulting space, yep. that is a really great strategy to use. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So let's go on to nurturing. You kind of touched on email marketing. Is that what you're doing?
0: Yeah. So nurturing would, again, sit on Instagram, Mm. um, would be probably 60% of my nurturing strategy. And that's through educational content, social proof, um, even stories, um, Mm. sharing a lot of value. um, My lead magnet, so that free training would be a nurturing strategy that I push that quite a lot. Um, And then also running free events. So I'm actually about to be launching my first challenge, which I'd love to do a podcast episode on yeah. Perhaps because I do have a few clients that we're working on with this, um, as that kind of attraction strategy as well mm. to funnel clients in. Um so perhaps um launching ads to it once that's all it's validated. Yeah. Um, but through a challenge and then nurturing them through my email list, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Even the podcast, I would say that this is a nurturing strategy because yeah. you guys are getting to know, like and trust us through yep. an audio, a longer form content piece yeah absolutely and i'm similar so email Mm. marketing
1: i mean i'm pretty slack to be honest (laughs) yeah i mean i wouldn't say don't say slack oh i have an email list and i do nurture them yeah um probably not well enough like i know that is my weakness you know i just if i think like we were having this discussion on like do something and do it properly last week when we were talking about omni channel is you know, maybe I don't have the capability to be strongly focusing on email. Yeah. So I know that's our weakness in the business. There's so much opportunity there.
0: So true. I mean, I probably only email my list once a week. Oh, but I'm like once a month. See? Yeah. And sometimes it'll be once a fortnight. But I do try for once a week just to actually keep them connected. Yeah. And I'll, um, actually, this is a question I do get quite a bit, but what type of content do I share? Um, sometimes it'll be more like newsletter type content sometimes it'll be like a valuable tip that might even be repurposed for my instagram or podcast so something Mm. of value and then obviously the promotional stuff that i'll really push like an early bird angle or urgency or scarcity for any program that i'm promoting to yeah sometimes even social proof or case studies yeah Um, but you've got to think that when people do sign up to your email list Mm. they've given you their email so they somewhat trust you yeah so you can kind of base your content around knowing that they've taken
1: that first step as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like I was saying before, how we're losing people who left us their email but didn't book. I feel like there's an opportunity for me. Yes. Like we send them something now and then, but even my coach who I have, he's like, that is a a wasted opportunity. So he actually wants me to get into SMS marketing. Yeah. So, even having that SMS and email touch point.
0: So true. And um, SMS marketing is something that I work really strongly with more of my service based. Mm-hmm. So, when you being service based as well, but yep. hairdressers, beauticians, skin yep. clinics, like SMS marketing works so well for them. Yeah.
1: I think because normally it's like the business owner, because I can see, you know, it's mm-hmm. a business owner or, you know, an e commerce store yeah. where the owner is, you know, still working full time. Mm-hmm. Like, like, they, they just. just... Setting up an automation. Yeah. Well, that's what we're setting up right now, but it's yeah. just me being, like,
0: we're being transparent here, being, totally, that's I mean, my gap, you know? Yeah, if you guys love this episode, we might even do an update in a month's time to let you know, because yeah. we've said that this is what we're launching on, <laughs> this is what we're working on, and we can do a bit of a check-in as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, I definitely
0: think so. Mm.
1: And, yeah, we I forgot to talk about TikTok in there.
0: Oh, yeah. So TikTok would be more of an attraction.
1: Yeah, that would be my yeah. attraction. Organic. If I'm being honest, because we were just having this discussion yeah. before, how I was like, I'm just loving TikTok what, right what now. we kind of sparked this yeah. podcast episode. I'm like, I'm loving TikTok right now. But I am yeah. loving it because I'm loving the growth I've had on there. Because yeah. I feel, I was feeling a bit off Instagram. I was hating it for a minute. Can I, I don't, ask you a question? Yes. Do you feel like the growth is your ideal audience? Yes and no. So that's what Mm -hmm. I was just about to go into. I can see that a lot of people within my niche are following me. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of UGC creators are following me. But then I do see some solopreneurs probably following me rather than businesses. So no, they're probably not my ideal audience. You know, I've only really been focusing on it for two months. Yeah. Um, And we know that anything organic, you need to give it. Yeah. But I'm saying growth in terms of like followers and likes is way bigger than Instagram. But you're right. I haven't seen that conversion, which is what I was just about to say. Am I needing to give it a bit more time to see what happens there or am I just using it? Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to use it in my strategy. Right now we're just winging it kind of Yeah. to see what we're liking, what's reacting on the platform, what are people liking, who yeah. is following us. And I do love
0: that you said um, you're loving it at the moment because I think that's a huge thing. Yeah. Like, whichever platform you choose, you need to actually love creating content for it. Otherwise yeah. you are going to end up despising doing your marketing. Yeah. So I just know Instagram, like the back of my hands. That's why I stay on there. That's why I teach my clients how to use yep. Instagram. TikTok I've dabbled in and I'm not saying no forever, but <laughs> I found that it was just another thing that I had to do. Yep. And I also found that I wasn't gaining the right audience. Whereas yep. on Instagram, I feel like I can find my people. Just yeah. Like I,
1: and I do agree with that. And I, looked at what other marketers are doing on TikTok to get inspiration. I'm like, okay, so what are other marketing agencies doing that maybe I should – and it's really that heavy educational but really – you know when you give educational and it's that really, like, fresh educational? Yeah. And I'm like – they're not the clientele I want. Like, yeah. I don't want people who don't know how to use a Canva. Like, yeah, like, very to, green. Very, very green. Yeah. Like, that's not my audience. So mm. I guess we're trying to find our position on how can we attract those bigger mm. businesses that are on TikTok,
0: you know? I just thought. Did you have a thought for my strategy? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and it kind of came out of our discussion before. LinkedIn.
1: Yeah, we were laughing at my employee
0: who uses <laughs> LinkedIn. We're like, no. And <laughs> like, my partner, you know when you're sitting on the couch at like 7pm scrolling Instagram or TikTok? He scrolls LinkedIn I I'm just like, what? yeah. And I think like I was we saying before, thinking, LinkedIn and Twitter yeah. are where the
1: corporate yeah. will sit more. And I do agree with you. I, I, Brooke, the employee was like, you need to be on LinkedIn more. Hmm. I'm like, I don't like,
0: like it. Even LinkedIn ads.
1: Yeah. That the be- customer acquisition cost there is huge. Uh-huh. We're looking I'm at really like four or five hundred dollars there, wow. definitely
0: without a doubt. But I suppose if it is that real higher ticket, yeah. yeah, anyway,
1: this is something <laughs> no, but it's great. Like, yeah. I definitely agree with you, there could be an opportunity mm. more on LinkedIn to find those clients. Mm. I think for TikTok for us, and I this is really, I feel a bit sad saying this, but it's almost like a bit of a validation thing, like, yeah. it is easier to grow on there, like, we've already. Mm surpassed so our Instagram following. So I'm like, I just want us to have a big TikTok. I know that sounds stupid, but it just like it's makes us look cooler. Like- so we're like, having the blue tick. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but do like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I it's just, if we're not, we can't be a marketing agency if we don't have a big TikTok account or mm-hmm. we're not on it. So, you know, that's probably where we're looking at the platform sitting right now. Yeah, And the girls love having fun on it. Like- yeah.
0: It has its place. It has its place. Yeah. So moving into the final point in the funnel is yep. that conversion. Yes, so what are you doing Rubs? Well, for conversion, I get majority of my sales through my Instagram stories. Yep. Um, that's where the majority of my strategy comes into play. That's what I teach my clients to do is how they actually get sales and close sales. Close sales? Close sales, <laughs> sales using Instagram stories and a DM yep. strategy. Um, but the other points that I'm closing sales would be through my email marketing and mm. going direct to order form. Mm. Um, again, even though my program prices are quite a lot higher, um, mm. I do find because we're nurturing them so much, I do give them an opportunity to book in, like, a discovery a clarity call. Mm. But I find that people just aren't doing that as much. Like, I give them the opportunity, but oh, they're happy not. to go straight to order form. Is this and from I your email marketing list? Email marketing yeah. and Instagram as well. Yeah. So I, I feel like because my strategy is so heavily along longer form content, so through the podcast, mm. through my um, video training and um, Instagram stories, I'm about to actually start doing more lives. But I feel like that trust is being built through video content that they're just not feeling like they need to have a half an hour discovery call. No. Whereas when I started my business, that was a huge part of my strategy. G- right? Yeah. So if anyone's listening to this and they're starting their business, I would suggest having sales calls, discovery calls in the early days, because I mm-hmm. feel like that really does build that trust.
1: Agree, agree. And I'm similar to you, like when people book through Instagram for my consultations because they're in my link in mm-hmm. bio. So like booking for a consultation which you can pay and book as in. So some people just yeah. want that hour. Yeah. Yeah. I do them as well. Like yeah. our strategy. And I people. feel like you're saying, like those people that come through that, like I got one just before you like came to record this podcast. They're just booking. Yeah. They're happy to pay that. Even they though it's know. a smaller tier, but like you're saying, because we've nurtured on yeah. Instagram, because we've got all that content going, because we've built that no lack like, of trust. There's a lot of content they can flip through. They know totally. we know what we're talking about.
0: We've the sales also, calls, like
1: sections, gone.
0: Yeah, and it's like a lot of people that both of us work with are busy, hmm. and we've also been in the industry for six, seven years. I don't even know now, but in the no. marketing space. Yeah, eight. I reckon. Not, yeah, really. I do feel like because of that experience, people kind of trust us a lot more. Whereas if we're starting out. You don't have that experience. You don't have that knowledge base. Mm. You don't have that content base. You haven't been as validated. So it is much harder to go straight yeah. to Autofol. But you're right.
1: Um, discovery calls were probably more of a focus. Yeah. I remember like, you have so many. I know. i like my, just exhausted. They were like my yeah. whole thing. Um, <laughs> But now that has, calls. I'm still yeah. having them. And I think when people yeah, come through totally. ads, yeah. they don't colder. know me. It's a colder lead. But, you know, people who have been following me on Instagram for a while, they'll just book in mm-hmm. to like, have that next stage of yep. discussion, not a clarity call, mm-hmm. more like, let's start. Like, yeah. I want to book you in for this, this, and this. Like, totally. what happens
0: next? So, it's more like a kickoff call. Like, that's hey, a good word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I do find that, and I that's why I put kicking, kick, 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 kick off, kick off. Calls. We both can speak today. I know, kickoff calls um, in all of my programs so that yeah. we can really sit down and talk about their goals, talk about their vision, yeah. map out a strategy, map out a roadmap.
1: But yeah, I think with the ad side, um, I want to have that clarity. call. it's yeah. for me though to Pretty bet them as well because do you know how many times I've actually said no to people recently yeah. because I'm like CLI. Nah, I also
0: really yeah. learned my lesson. Well, <laughs> we both have. But also, it's about finding the right fit, and yeah. I think having a wrong fit in your business is just so detrimental to everything for both the client and the business owner. So yeah, it's a qualifying process for both parties. Um, especially if it's coming in through a cold lead. whereas for me i can vet them through my dms i can yeah. ask them those questions i can send them a voice message i can yeah understand i can do a bit of a stalk because i've got their instagram profile mm-hmm. like you've got a lot more information apart opposed to somebody just looking in for a discovery call you yeah. don't know them off yeah the back of anything
1: well that is the end of this episode this new style that we're just discussing i guess our marketing strategies mm-hmm. so we'd love to know does this help you? Do you care? <laughs> if you don't care, tell us. We really don't mind. Um, yeah, we'd rather... We would rather don't want to create podcast episodes that you guys don't mind. Yeah. Um, and we're not going to do these all the time. Maybe like you said, every two months or yeah. every quarter, we can give you an update of what we're doing and what's working and what's not for us. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think people will like, I like talking about me. I do too. And I also like listening to other people. I said it at the start of the episode, but I like listening to what other people are doing yep. in their world. Um, so I find it valuable. So, so
1: yeah, come over to at marketing and margaritas underscore on Instagram. Jump into our DMs as you have been. We are so appreciative. And if you did like this podcast episode or our podcast in general, chuck us a little love heart and like us and leave us a review. We can see them and we're so thankful that people yeah. are chucking us a love heart. A
0: like. Okay, yes, so that's what it's called, and isn't an episode, it? And also, we can now see our Spotify followers as well. Yes. Which we never used to be able to without insights. But yes. And, and what so- the hell? <laughs> I
1: know, we were like, whoa. That's whoa. So thank you for following us. That's even more amazing. So do all those things. Like us, share us, love us. We appreciate it. Um, and we'll talk to you next week. See you then. Bye.